Welcome to the good life. Uh. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, that's so cool. There's no way to like, put you on speaker? No. We that's have, so it's quiet. The, it, it started, so we got to start. Ready? So I have to hold you up to... Okay, that's annoying. <laughs> All right. It's 10.31 on a Wednesday night. I'm with my co-host, Minnesota McDonald. And this is Mini Holes. Do you, Ryan, do you want to tell them the origin of Mini Holes? Minnesota McDonald, I like that nickname. So, Mini Hole, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. It is people from Massachusetts, um, Boston. This is a Boston, Minnesota podcast. People from Massachusetts are known as Mass Holes because they are known to be assholes. So, we have combined Mass Holes and Minnesota to make Mini Holes. Exactly. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, Thursday night, Patriots-Giants. The Giants have decided that anyone that has the slightest bit of talent on their team is going to be out. Uh, what is your prediction for the game? And that will get mine. What was that phrase you just used? What is your prediction for the game? No, what was that phrase that you just used? Any any sense of talent? Any, no, any person on the Giants who has any sense of talent. Oh, any sense of talent. So you're just coming just just coming right out of the fire, just throwing shots at Daniel Jones already. Uh yeah. The Patriots second day. Danny Jones faced some pretty atrocious secondaries aside from the Vikings in the game they lost. I don't think he's gonna do anything. That is true. Who is he throwing to? Benny Fowler? Fowler? Is he even still on the team? The Vikings did dominate um, Daniel Jones. He looked pretty lost the whole entire game. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. okay. We get the Vikings one last week. Um, Score (laughs) prediction. Score prediction. Um, Well, Kirk Cousins made the New York defense look terrible, which is tough to do for Kirk Cousins because, you know, Kirk Cousins is just terrible at football. He doesn't know how to throw the football. Yes, yes, that is correct. That is correct. Um, as many know, he looks more like a 10-year-old quarterback than an NFL quarterback. So, since he was able to do that to the Giants defense, it is scary to think about what Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, will be able to do to the Giants defense. He will probably throw for... I don't want to make that prediction because he'll probably just run the ball over the Giants. And Tom Brady will probably be out of the game by like the third quarter, but but the Giants' secondary is a trophy. I'm, they're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. Like but Kelly, what I'm Kelly saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is Brady will probably have you know he'll be like twelve for fifteen for two hundred yards and three touchdowns at halftime, and then the second half he'll just run the ball the whole game. That could happen. Like there is I'm, a world of that. But you have I'm to remember, going, Belichick. That's our least favorite team, and Belichick's probably going to want to throw as many points as he can maybe, because of those two maybe. Super Bowls. I'm going Patriots. 38 to 10. All right. 
I'm going 44-0 right out the gate. I don't think there's... 44-0. That is bold. I know it's bold, and I usually am never this bold with a team. It just... I also think this Josh Gordon hasn't been that great this season, and I think this is going to be the game where he has, like, 222 receiving yards. Um, One is going to be from, like, this chunk 80-yard catch that's a touchdown. Um, I think Brady's going to throw for around... 350 to 400 and then in the fourth and that's just going to be three quarters and then Sony Michelle's going to have a big game on the ground more so in the fourth than any other part of the game um as I stated on the other pod uh alien rising what has happened is when James White's in the game every coach knows that they're passing and when Sony Michelle's in the game every coach knows that they're running and so they started to incorporate Sony Michelle a little bit more into the passing game because it's not been the brightest coaching by McDaniels lately but, yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch as a Patriots fan. It's Thursday night football. The Giants and, and are miserable for a Giants fan. I mean, if you're a Giants fan, how much are you really going to expect? So, let me ask you this. Since Josh Gordon is going to have such a huge game, what kind of fancy impact will Julian Edelman make? I like think Edelman will have over 100 receiving yards. There's no way there's anyone there that they're going to be able to stop Edelman. All. I mean, okay, I just don't so even know what to say. Julian has over 100. Josh has 220. James White's just going to disappear. James Yard's going to have like 50, 50 yards. <laughs> so how many yards is Tom Brady throwing for? I said 350 to 400. Okay. That The numbers add up. Only, only, only to those three wide receivers. Or those two wide receivers in the no, room. No, I mean, back. give or take, you know. I mean, who else okay. are we really going to be throwing to? We just cut Ben Watson. Our tight ends are Matt Lacoste and Ryan Dido. Um That's true. So we're really limited with our targets. It really makes sense now why they tried to get Antonio Brown. Um, and Dorsett's also injured this game. He's not going to be playing. So it's really going to come down. True. It's really going to come down to those three guys. So not going to be close. I'm actually very interested in how Mike Nugent, he missed the first field goal last week against Washington and then made five straight or whatever the number was. We'll see how that plays out. Um, all right. I don't think we need to talk about this game anymore. Patriots are going to be fine. No, let's, no, actually, let's, let's, let's talk about the New England Patriots schedule. Yeah, and let's how talk they've about had, that. And how they've had a cupcake schedule so far. Okay, the when, do they get to, had... when do they play, when do they play a real team? Okay, first up, the Steelers had Big Ben that first week. They played. Big okay, that, that is true. No, no, no. I understand that. That was an impressive And win. the Buffalo but defense. Then, but then, the Buffalo is a good you, team. Then, okay, Buffalo is a good team. But you've played the winless Dolphins. You've played the Jets. I don't think they've won a game. I think they're winless as well. You've played the winless Redskins. You've played three teams in five weeks who have not won a game. Oh, no, 100%. And, you know, we'll see how real that – the schedule actually gets really tough in the second half. We play Baltimore, Kansas City, I think Detroit maybe. Uh, yeah, it gets really tough not. after this. After uh, this, you go to uh, the New York Jets. Oof. No, no, after that. And, and then, then the Cleveland Browns. Oof. Soup kitchens. Um. <laughs> We play. We we uh we play. What no, they I, I see. Chiefs. I see. It's I see. It's it's at Baltimore, and then you buy. That's a tough at game. At Philly, tough Dallas, game. at tough Houston, game. Kansas City. That's a tough. That, that's a tough. And then play. you and then you finish at Cincinnati, Buffalo, and then Miami. So Buffalo's your last a good team. What do you think? I know this is a strictly New England, uh, strictly New England, uh, Minnesota podcast. What would you say about? Uh, Buffalo. Do you think they're good? Like if if Buffalo calls Minnesota and says Gordon or yeah Allen for Cousins, what do we think? I think Allen's. 
I don't think Allen is a great NFL quarterback, but I think his skill set is used very well with the Bills. I think he's a great athlete that can run the ball, um, and he's very effective when he's using his legs to pick up. Um, but he throws the downs. ball like he's in Madden. He just takes three steps back and chucks it in the double. <laughs> he team. does. He does, and he's got a. Uh, John Brown out there making Bills big plays down the field. Um, but, no, I think he's very effective when he's using his legs, and the Bills have such a good defense, so they don't really need that offense to go out there and but put up couldn't you say the Vikings have a really good defense, too? <laughs> they do, but Kirk Cousins isn't capable of putting up 25 well, points the, a game. If you're the, who's the GM of the Vikings? Uh, Rick Spielman. So if you're Rick Spielman and Bills call you and they say, hey, Allen for Cousins, what if, do you say? If I'm, Rick, if I'm Rick Spielman, here's what I do. I take Kirk Cousins, and I take Trey Wayans, and I take two first-round picks. And I say, hey, Jacksonville, here you go. Give me Jalen Ramsey. Give me Gardner Minshew because Minshew mania, baby. Gee, Minshew. I was talking about this on Aliens Rising last Gardner week. Minshew, um, he, he's the real deal. Incredible. I'm, I am buying all the hype. Have you listened to Alien Rising's last night, ride? which you should? We were talking about, do you trade Nick Foles and do you trade Cam Newton because Kyle Allen and G Minshew have looked legitimate. Yes. Um, yes. I'm – Gardner Minshew is the real deal. G Minshew is my second favorite pl- quarterback in the NFL besides Tom Brady. He looks incredible. He's made DJ Shark look absolutely spectacular. Um, DJ Shark is very, very good. Very, very good. And he's at, he started off fourth on the depth chart this year, which was actually incredible. Um, it is. Anyways. It's an incredible rise, about- kind of like a Randy Dobnak type rise, if we're being <laughs> honest here. Can we shut the fuck up about Randy Dobnak? <laughs> um, we might have to censor that. Uh, anyways, let's talk about – we had a lot of controversy on last night over this Eagles Vikings game. I chose the Eagles. Um, let's hear your take first. My take on it: it's going to be a tight game. Um, I think it'll be interesting because just looking at the defensive uh, rankings really quickly here, Philadelphia is currently the best team in the league at defending the run in terms of yards per game. But that's because teams are only running the ball 19 I just want to shout out that I drafted 19. Dalvin Cook, so fuck you, Axe. Okay. okay. And 19, anyone else? They only run the ball 19 times a game against the Eagles, but teams are throwing the ball 40 times a game against the Eagles. So it'll be like a complete reversal of roles, if you will. And the Vikings are going to come out and try to shove Dalvin Cook down their throats. Um, I think Cook will be effective early. I think the Eagles' defense still has a lot of injuries. I guess not in that front seven as much, but in the secondary, they definitely do. Wait, Ryan, we have to talk about this for a sec before you continue. As a Dalvin Cook fantasy owner, I'm getting very frustrated because they got this running back named Matheson. Madison, what's his name? Um, Alexander Madison. He has the same dreadlocks coming out of the helmet as Dalvin Cook does. And he they're does. both similar numbers. And it's getting to the point where I'm getting really frustrated why this guy's in. I call him Dalvin Cook Light. What's let's the let's deal talk with about team? Alexander Madison real quick. Him, he was, can we cut him? No, we cannot cut him. I, he's so, taking points away. Let me let me look up the official stats. But this kid was an absolute stud muffin. Stud muffins are my favorite words at Boise State, and he fell all the way to the fifth round. He ran for two thousand yards last year. Let me let me find the real stats. I'm just saying that I'm. He's a really good running back, and sometimes I see these like thirty he's yard runs, and I'm like. And I'm like, look at Cook, look at Cook. And it's nope, nope. He, like, why does he have to have the dreadlocks? Like, it's really, really frustrated on my end. Um, you should just look at the number. It's the easiest way to do it, bud. I don't I know what to Cook say. Cook is 33 and Matheson's 25. I think I've had to memorize it at this point. 
Because I've had so <laughs> many fake, I've had so many fake orgasms over Matheson scoring oh, touchdowns. Hate to see it. I know. So this kid, fourteen hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns, is a junior at Boise State, and he falls to the fifth round. It's an absolute steal. Well, running backs aren't valuable anymore. No, 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 they are valuable, uh-huh. especially when oh. you're Mike Zimmer and you're old school and you refuse to adapt to anything. Running backs are very well. Valuable. Mike Zimmer. So, anyways, be. so anyways. Fletcher Cox, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about how dominant Fletcher Cox is. I think that um, Pat Effine and, um, oh, God, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name. Darby's out, right? Um, Sidney Jones? No. Um, Brady, our center, Garrett Bradbury. Is that his name? Yes, Garrett Ooh. Bradbury from Ohio State, the rookie center who's looked phenomenal up. this year. They're going to take Fletcher Cox, and they're just going to shove him backwards all day long, and Delvin Cook is going to run wild, at least 120 yards and a touchdown. The defense is going to shut down the Philadelphia offense for the most part, except for Zach Ertz, because Zach Ertz always kills us for whatever reason. If you are a Zach Ertz fantasy owner, start him because he's guaranteed to have 100 yards and a touchdown, like he does every year against the Vikings. Um, it's going to be a low-scoring battle. Vikings are going to control the clock, run the ball. Kirk Cousins may not have 15 completions. Stephon Diggs may throw another fit after the game. Vikings come to the Patriots, Stephon Diggs. We, we're 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 really interested. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Everyone's interested, except Kirk Cousins. We'll throw you the ball. <laughs> More importantly, it'll be in your range to catch it. Yes, make make a plea to uh, Stefan Diggs. I'm sure he'll hear it. All right. Well, there you have. Um, I'm going Minnesota just because they're at home. If this game was in Philly, I'd be taking Philly. But I'm going Vikings 13 to 10. And I, I see Kirk Cousins. I do agree with you on this, going 12 for 15. That's my prediction for it. 12 for 15? Yeah. Well, no, no. No, 12 I'm to saying 15. more. 12, 12 to 15. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm saying he's going to be something like 15 for 29. Yeah, it's not going to be great. I mean, he looked a lot better last week. I'm looking even at. If, even, well, the, also, the Giants' secondaries got awful, and we had receivers running wide open the whole time. I'm looking at the uh, NFC East standings, and the Eagles are 3 and 2, and the Cowboys are 3 and 2. I don't really trust the Cowboys because they really started up. Beating some really crappy teams. They did. They're only they only beat bad teams against good teams. Um, absolute crap. Exactly. But it sort of feels like the Eagles could really use this win to propel themselves ahead of everyone else. And they had some bad losses this year already. They're really banged up off it. Jackson's not back yet, right? I do not believe so. Yeah. Um. And Aguilar seems to drop every ball, and Arch hasn't been terrific. But when yeah, those guys. I'm a Carson Wentz believer still. Oof. And you know what? I like the way they move the ball. Miles Sanders looked better last week. I'm a Matt Collins hype-up guy. I think he has potential. And I don't know. There's just something about this game that makes me think the Eagles are going to win. I think this is a, a Doug Peterson win. I think Doug Peterson's a better coach. Mike Zimmerman needs eye surgery again. Okay, okay let's talk about this. Doug Peterson is not a good football coach. Doug I think Peterson. he's a better coach. He beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, in most people's eyes, in like these analysts' eyes, is a top five football coach. He's not top five because of his aggressive nature. But his aggressive nature can cost his team wins. Like, oh, it's completely toxic. It's it's stupid to a point. Like, for coaches who are on the bubble, 
if, if he was on the bubble, let's say he was, he makes so many calls that could be seen as being like a fireball offense if there was a, if he was a coach on the bubble. Like when your team's up seven, when your team's up seven and you score a touchdown to go up seven, you don't go for two to go up nine. You just kick the extra point, go up eight, and <laughs> the other team go down, score a touchdown, and then get the ten point conversion. You don't let them tie it up with a touchdown. Like that's just stupid. I think he's a good coach. Um, maybe too- just because I'm a little biased. I don't think he's a top five coach. Obviously, I don't think Mike Zimmer's a good coach either. Um, Mike Zimmer. Is he, getting, is he getting another Mike Zimmerman? Is he getting another? Eye, is he getting eye surgery again, or what's the deal with that? I don't know. Are you concerned as a Viking as a Viking fan that he can't see the field? He's old and he needs to go. Yeah, I like I like Leslie Frazier when he coached the Vikings. Did he coach the Vikings? I think he did, right? He did. He did for two or three years, maybe four. Yeah, I thought thought he was a good coach. I don't know. Um, and so it looks like I was watching the uh, Redskins game, and it really looks like when they played the Patriots last week, and it really looks like AP should uh, hang them up. How do you feel? A thousand yards last year. Washington offensive line is god awful, and they're playing without Trent Williams right now, who's the best offensive lineman and the future Hall of Famer. So, you're, are you an AP believer? No, I'm not an AP believer, but I'm just saying he's playing behind a very, very bad offensive line. Right now. I don't know. He looks. He just looks slow. Um, but you know, I was a Darius. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm going to butcher Darius Geis. Is that his last name? Yeah. I was a I was a Darius believer. I picked him in the. Uh, I believe the fourth round of all my fantasy drafts, and I was because it was right after Jay Gruden said that they were going to run the offense. Now I'm kind of in trouble. Yeah, not really. But I was going to ask you: Do you think? Do you want him to sign like a one-day contract with the Vikings? Because I think that's coming soon. To retire? He will definitely yeah. do that. I think. He are will. you an Are you an Adrian Peterson fan? Not as much as I used to be. Really. I was a yeah. big Adrian Peterson fan, even when he hit his kids with a stick. <laughs> the thing with hitting his kid with a stick was so overblowing. That's not really why I'm not a fan anymore. It's just the way he handled it. And he was like, the Vikings didn't respect me. No one wanted me here. They kicked me out. None of that people, for, people forget he, like, was out an entire year. He was. Like, I think, like, I don't think, I think he I saved a year because of that. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we end this version of the pod? Yeah, well, we're talking about the Bills. Are the Bills for real, yes or no? I think they'll be the five seed in the AFC. The five seed? Okay. I mean, what else would they be? They're not going to win the division. No, no, I know, I know. I don't know. That off- Josh Allen just looks so bad. I'm telling you, when he runs the ball, that offense can move the ball. So let me ask you this. Ready? Let's mix it up. Carolina calls, right? Carolina and uh, Jacksonville both call Buffalo, and they're like, hey, we're trading Fultz. And uh, Carolina's like, we're trading Cam. Who do you want, and how much are you giving up? Like, if, if, they, if, if Panthers are like, we'll give you a first for Cam, do you take that when he's healthy? Who do I want between Cam and Fultz? Yeah, and they both want a first-round pick back. Can or, I answer- you can, or you can keep Josh Allen. If I have to give up a first-round pick, I'm probably keeping Josh Allen. Because Nick Foles is definitely not worth a first-round pick. 
And Cam, Cam Newton looked terrible. Cam, Cam Newton could not throw football accurately. I know. And, you know, I was saying last night on Aliens Rising that uh, it's really started to become McCaffrey's team. And, you know, you couldn't really see that with Newton. Like, he's really started to dominate. Uh, I think about Buffalo, though. I'm, I'm trading Nick Foles for a first. I Let me ask this question. Go ahead. Finish your thought first. I don't know who. They need to get a receiver, though. Someone. Who's on the mark? Like, trade for A.J. Green. John Brown's playing pretty well. John Brown beat Gilmore on a few plays that I noticed. That was actually a little mad at Stefan. Gilly Lock, shout out. Best corner in the league. Sorry, Xavion Rhodes. Um, <laughs> Xavier, not Xavion. Oh, no, because I think it's Xavier Howard. Sorry. Um, no, but they both play cornerback in fairness. Uh, anyways, but I was thinking that he was getting open, but they need someone. They need a stud. I agree. Why, why not trade for A.J. Green, who's not going to be too much? Because he's coming out the injury report. I mean, I know it's risky, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like they need someone, right? Singletary. I know I'm also a fan of Singletary when he's, been, when he's not in You can't stand Pat at the deadline. Pat's. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. never stand Pat. I think we're going to get A.J. Green. Or why not trade? So, I think Buffalo should try to. Do you think if Allen had more receivers, he'd be a lot better? Or do you think he is what he is? I don't think Josh Allen is ever going to be incredibly effective as a passer where he's going to be throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns a game. I think he is what he is, and he's going to be most effective when he's getting out of the pocket and running. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But this is what I would do. I would pull the Los Angeles Clippers about the Buffalo Bills and just go all in and give up all my draft picks. This is what we're doing. And if it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. If you're listening, Bills GM, I have it, I have it all set up for you right here. Ready? You're trading your first round pick for Stephon Diggs, and you're trading the one for the next the year after for Nick Foles. Interesting. We're going to roll the bet. And I think if that combination works out with John Brown, that can take the top off the defense. That could be a re- and Singletary, who does not look bad. That could be a really, really fun team to watch. Interesting. It's a lot to risk, but look at what the Clippers did. You know, you have to trade for the best team. You're in a two year window. I mean, that's what you would sort of be with in this bill situation you, with contracts and the way everything works. And I think that'd be a really, really awesome scenario for the bills. I mean, and I know Bulls is under a lot of money, but I think you have to do it. What do you think? I think that's, would you want to watch the bills? Like I want to watch the bills in that situation too. Like that's a insanely fun team to watch. That would be a fun team, but I don't think they're giving up a first rounder for Stephon Diggs. I don't think anyone's giving up a first rounder for Stephon Diggs right now. I thought that, I thought that's what the Vikings wanted. That is what they want, but I don't think anyone's reaching that asking price. Well, technically, that's what they would need to trade them, but the Vikings have no interest in trading them. I don't know. That would be a really, really interesting situation. And I think they could challenge the Patriots with that team because we really struggled. Nick Foles kills us. That, that, That defense is legit. It's really, really good. Brady struck. That was the lowest pass rating Brady has ever had in a win. You know who else's defense is really good? The, the Vikings? Patriots. Mostly I because know. of anybody, though. Because of what? No. We're playing, we're playing Jamie Collins. We're paying Jamie Collins $10 an hour, and he's been the best linebacker in football this year. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous how good he is um, since he's left the Browns. Because he's had to play nobody. <laughs> no. That Big Ben offense was good the first week. James Conner, Juju, and Big Ben. Yeah, and we shot them down. 
All right, look, I think we're going to conclude the first ever Mini Holes podcast. We'll be talking Wait, about this. Before we, end, before we end, what we're on buying selling? Buy or sell the 49ers? Just give me your quick I, answer. I'm buying. Jimmy G, he's got that porn star swagger back. The porn star swagger, is that he what you said? He dated a porn star back when he was on the Patriots and he had gotten traded and he was looking really good. And then he broke up with this porn star and he threw a bunch of interceptions. And now it looks like he's got that Jimmy G porn star swagger back. I like it. I like it too. I'm okay, also buying yeah. like, And they run the ball. They've got three or four running backs that can hurt you. Mozart looks fantastic. I would like to see them get one more receiver. Kittle's Kittle. Um, Kittle hasn't even had a good year yet in their 4-0. I know. Um, and Ryan, it's interesting. And how they Tevin Coleman back? Tevin Coleman looked great on Monday night. OJ, 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 DeMar, and Chanel were all selling. Oof, no, no, I'm buying. I'm I'm bi- and I'm also a Kyle Shanahan believer. Kyle Shanahan's offense is electric. I think it's really fun to watch. All right, next. What do you have for me? For a good team, buying or selling? Is that the, is that the only buy or sell? Colts, buying or selling is a legit playoff contender. 100 fucking percent. Jacoby Brissett looks amazing. He looks like he has a better presence. He's calm when he gets to the line and he was changing those plays on those fourth and ones. Like, he just looked like he knew what he was doing. Um, probably because Tom Brady taught him, but he looks incredible. What? Do you see a trend here? Patriots quarterback? Yeah, I see a trend. With Tom Brady, Colts three and two get with a big win with the former Patriots quarterback. 49ers four and zero with the former Patriots. But Ryan, quarterback. did you see him on those like four those few fourth down plays they had, where he just didn't panic, they didn't call timeout. He looks very he good. Looks, he looks very and maybe. Do the Colts win that game with Andrew Luck? If Andrew Luck is in there, do they stay with their ground game as much as they did and let Marlon Mack is fucking insane. He was he was phenomenal, and that's what I'm saying. With, He's been a Luck premier running back this year. With Luck out there, do they sling the ball and try to win the game with Luck, or do they let Mack dominate like he did on the ground? No, I don't think they do that because you know Brissett's still new. I agree. As a starter, at least. Uh, yeah, I'm all in on the Colts. I really like them. Lions, sell immediately. I'm selling as well. That's, um, that's, a, that's a brutal division they're in. They don't have a consistent running game. Their defense isn't anything special. They've won a couple close games, but I really don't see them doing anything in this division. I think the Packers will beat them handily on Monday night. Stafford is very good, and he's got a couple of very good receivers in Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. But again, unless they can get that consistent running game, which I guess Kerryon Johnson could be their back, and he was supposed to have a really good year this year. But I just don't see them being able to run the ball effectively enough to compete in this division. And also, I don't think Matt Patricia is that great of a coach. Hey, another trend, another former Patriot. Yeah, I know. He's good. He's he's fine. I don't know. I don't love them. Do you like the Raiders? No. Not at all. No. Josh Jacobs is an absolute stud muffin. There's the word again. I love I love Josh Jacobs, too. Don't but, really know if Derek Carr knows what he's doing or John Gruden. 
I feel like John Gruden kind of knows what he's doing, but I feel like John Gruden is also very overrated because everyone's saying that he's a top five coach he as well. He got a 10 year, $100 million contract. Oh, that's ridiculous. One of the um, outrageous contracts in NFL history. The Raiders got absolutely smoked by the Vikings. And obviously, the Vikings are a decent team, but the Raiders looked absolutely lost in that game. And they looked like they had zero game plan coming into the game. I mean, Josh Jacobs wasn't at 100%, but Derek Carr didn't play well all game. Um, and I just – they beat a couple bad teams. They really haven't beat anyone that's really that much of a playoff contender. So I'm selling hard on them. Any other spy sells or is that it? Ravens with Lamar Jackson. He looked amazing the first couple – what, first two or three weeks? And since then he's regressed. I'm selling – the, team, the, team, the teams have all learned that all you need to do is blitz him and make him make high-pressure situations, and he fails. Yeah, sort of like the – and they're sort of like the Cowboys where they've been beating the really bad teams and struggled against the really good teams so far. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Say someone – this is just a scenario out of the blue. I, I don't think it's happening anywhere. But say someone is in a survivor pool in a big pool tracker league, and they're still in it, and there's 88 people left in week I'm in, I'm in, I'm in it right now. And they're playing the Bengals. Yes, I picked the Ravens this week. Scenario. I'm in it as well. I was just, I was just, I was just throwing it out there. But I picked the Ravens this week. And the Ravens beating the Bengals to take the Ravens. I, I, aren't the, I feel, I feel more than comfortable. The Bengals have looked atrocious, and there's no indication. And look, the Ravens beat all the bad teams. Um, I have no problem. I feel very comfortable, but I don't think the Ravens are going to make it far in the playoffs when they have to play a real football team. I would agree with that. All right, last thing before we end this. The game of the week in the NFL. Give me your pick. Four. The Dolphins versus the Redskins. In oh, my Miami. God. This, is, this was absolutely atrocious. Um, why are we playing this game? It sounds like loser gets, loser gets Tua. So you think that Roger Goodell should just call both teams and say that this game is such a disgrace to our product? That we're just wiping it off the face there. I think the Redskins are going to win, but I'm not told because usually when there's an interim coach, weird things happen and they win the they they look better at least for a few weeks. Not positive, but I'm going to go Redskins seven six. <laughs> seven six. Dolphins have two good drives that end in field goals. You know what would be the best way for this game, man? What? The tie. Three, one field goal, one safety. I'm not putting it past those kids. By the way, before we end, I just have to say this. I said this yesterday at Aliens is Rising. Why the fuck are the Buccaneers Panthers playing primetime football twice? Like, why do we have to see this game twice on national TV? They're playing in London this week, and we saw them on Thursday night football the other time. Who wants to watch that? Well, nobody's going to be watching it. It's at 8.30 in the morning. For me. Well, the people in London don't want to watch that. That's like Minnesota. marginalizing what the NFL is. I don't know. I think people want to see uh, Kyle well, Allen now, right now. But, like, going in I, – I mean, still, I don't <laughs> – Jameis Winston, I have no idea how I feel about him. Sometimes he looks like he should be in the XFL, yeah. as I've said previously. At other times, he looks like – he looks incredible. You know what the NFL should do? What? I'm going to make a pitch to Roger Goodell. The NFL is a business, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to maximize the profit. 
they're trying to get the most views they possibly can to maximize their views on Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, whatever you want to do. You put the Jaguars on prime time every week. Everybody's tuning in to watch Mitch and I'm, in, I'm obsessed. They want to see Beowulf's son. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm, 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 no more running stops. Every single person in America will tune in to watch Carl And he looks above average. He looks good. <laughs> He's phenomenal. He's absolutely phenomenal. Do you hear about he tried to break his head so he could get an extra year of eligibility? It's, mm-hmm. it's, the whole thing is ridiculous, and it's fun, and it's what the NFL is all about. And the only thing that got – that he shouldn't have even lost that first game when they played the Texans. He led them down at the end of the game, and he was cooking, and they wouldn't let Chef, they wouldn't let Chef Minshew cook. They ran the ball in that, to go for two to win the game with Fournette. And Fournette's actually not looked bad this year. He went to Wyoming. That, I was going to say that. Fournette has been so much better since Minshew came in. He was terrible all those years under Bortles. He was terrible that first game. Under I don't Bortles. know. But ever since Minshew has become the starter, Fournette has been very good. He had that 220 And the defense game. looks good. I don't know why Jalen Ramsey wants out. The defense looks good. Is that what, what? you just said? The defense looks the defense good? looks good. They do not look good. They just got absolutely ham- – who would they get hammered by the past week? Was it the Panthers? No, I'm saying when they had Ramsey in there and they're healthy. Oh, was Ramsey out this play. week? Oof. When that team is fully healthy, that is a very, very good defense. Um, Should be. And they have been, and they've proven it in the past. Uh, But, yeah, I think G. Minshew, Jalen Ramsey, don't leave the situation. You can say I played with Gardner Minshew, the third or the second. All right, I think that's it. Okay, one more question before we end. This is the last one, I promise. You have four winless teams, Jets, Dolphins, Bengals, and Redskins. Who wins the race for the right to draft Tua? Dolphins, and it's not even close. The Dolphins might go in 16. Do you think the Dolphins will – Actively attempt to oh, go in 16 so they can get their people don't want to play. There you have it. Like, you haven't heard it. Like, I'm sure there's people in other places that don't want to play where they are, but people have actively been saying, Let me leave. It sounds like it's like a war camp, isn't that? Isn't that interesting that like people in the NBA like want to go to Miami so they can live in Miami year round? But in the well, NFL, they're just, they're just Miami so bad. Is so freaking bad. That and I think Florida is a good coach. It obviously. And obviously, you're not going to be able to base the season off his coaching because the team is just so disturbing. Disturbing. That is like horrifying. Mortifying. Um, Treacherous. All right, I think we'll end it with that first episode. Um, the listeners that tune in 10 years from now, when this is a multi-million dollar success, this was the moment, baby. All right. This was I'll the moment. See you soon, Ryan. Peace. All right. See you, Jason.